0: Everyone, <laughs> Welcome to this week's... Shut up, Philippa! Sorry, um, sorry for my sister-in-law rudely interrupting. She's <laughs> my guest today, um, so there probably will be many laughing interruptions. <laughs> um, but welcome to today's episode of Please Ask Mickey, um, a podcast about just talking about the real shit about being a woman and being a mum and, you know, just having a journey and all that sort of business. Um, so, as I said, my sister-in-law has come in today. Um, so, this is Philippa, everybody. Hi. Say hey, Phil. Hey, Phil. <laughs> like my <I> puppet <laughs> and like only answer when, <laughs> when spoken to. <laughs> um, the reason that I've got Phil on today is because I had a few, I feel like such a fucking wanker saying this, but I had a few people asking me um, about someone interviewing me, um, which... I thought it was um, a shit idea, but then the more I thought about it, I realized that I interview other people um, and yet no one actually knows like anything about me. so it's probably fair makes sense. So I asked you guys for some questions and you gave me some so I'm gonna answer them and then... Um, there's also some questions that Phil has also come up with <laughs> because she already knows me quite well, so I think there's some answers that she's really...
1: Oh, I'll let you guess which ones are from me. I'm just going to keep it a secret. <laughs> oh, yeah, and
0: then, but I feel like only people that know you and I will know the ones that <laughs>
1: like you came up with.
0: I don't know, mine are standing out a little bit from here. <laughs> okay, perfect. Amazing. All right, so we've got a list, Phil's just going to ask them and then just in classic yeah, just go down the list. We'll go down the list. Um, just in right. classic interview style, I shall answer. Um, so over to you, Phil, because I'm your guest
1: now. All right. So, Mickey, we want to know about your drunk alter ego. <sighs> Does she or he have a name? Oh, he.
0: Oh, my God. I <laughs> wish it was a he. I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, That
1: would make me the best, the
0: best alter ego ever. Imagine if my drunk alter ego <laughs> was this, like, hell misogynist, like, Like, really bogan dude that just, like, went around, like, touching, like, (laughs) grabbing chick's ass and being like, hey, doll, want a fucking drink?
1: (laughs) I wish it was
0: that. (sighs) That would be so amazing. People would literally be like so concerned like that would be that's <laughs> a, that's at the point where it's like not a drunk alter ego but it's more of like like a personality disorder
1: but also like the real you coming out
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly <laughs> so they're like
1: do you know who you are <laughs> like do we need to talk about your choice of partners I thought you're a feminist fuck like, yeah I am show me your tits <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love chicks <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: not my that's unfortunately not my drunk alter ego. Um I definitely can't picture that being your drunk alter ego. That would be a massive surprise to everybody <laughs> including myself. Especially myself.
0: Um I haven't I feel like I ha- Well, so I haven't got drunk in a while, mostly because one, I'm pregnant at the moment. Two, after I found out I was pregnant the first time, obviously I stopped drinking because you know don't drink while you're pregnant. Um, But then even after I had Maddie, I just wasn't a big drinker anymore. Like I couldn't get drunk. I just felt like um, I felt like I just couldn't. Like I had to be in control all the time because you just never knew when you had to switch on and be parent. Like. And I just couldn't do it anymore. The thought of being hungover. And like nowadays, my hangover lasts like I know. about
1: six months. Yeah, I feel the same. Oh,
0: it's not worth it. Not worth it. Ain't nobody got time for nah. a six month hangover. Nah. I got to get up Hell and parent no. the next day. Like, <laughs> no. fuck no, that sounds horrible. But back in my day, I used to get like paraplegic drunk. I was like, I was like my drunk alter ego. I think I'm pretty extra anyway. So my alter ego isn't too. Extreme. It's just like like, how could it get more extra?
1: I was just like Mickey. (laughs) I well for
0: starters, I think I'm an amazing dancer. I think I'm literally God's gift to the dance floor. I'm like I'm slut dropping like there ain't no. I like <laughs> <laughs> slutty drunk. Actually, I'm a little bit of a slutty drunk. Like out there, slut dropping on the dance floor and like dirty dancing. <laughs> and uh, honestly, like you know, like a, a beyond like a Destiny's Child So I would come on and be like, um, you know, Michelle, are you what is it? I can't remember. Can you handle? Can one? you handle this? And I'd like point at someone else, and then it'd be like, um, who's the other one? Kelly. Kelly. Oh no, she you- let. I don't Mm -hmm. know, whoever the other chick is, Kelly, other girl, can you handle this? Point at someone else. (laughs) And I was like, so that I could power move everyone and be like, Beyonce, point to myself, (laughs) can you handle this? And then I would like make sure I was in front of everyone else and I'd be like, I don't think I can handle this. And then I was like, would go into full dance routines and I would find other people that were like the same amount of theatrical, had the same amount of theatrical energy that I did and would just perform. And I was like, we were just in sync. We were like, oh. yes, this is dirty dancing. This is center stage. This is everything we've ever dreamed of. So, I, like, so, I
1: I wish that drunk Mickey and drunk Philippa teens could have.
0: Oh, you're drunk. <laughs> been together. Philippa's
1: drunk alter ego is like. Laquisha, like <laughs> Shaniqua,
0: Shaniqua. <laughs> whatever she is. She's like doing heaps of like these hand swing movements. She's like pulling her earrings out, asking you to hold her poodle. She's just like getting down, like rapping and shit. I am the best rapper when I you drink. You are the blackest white person when you're drunk, <laughs> Like, it's like you have to, someone has to come up to you and be like, show you a mirror and be like, this is you. Just remember <laughs> that. Like, you can't get away with this. Not <laughs> You're not Shaniqua. You're not Shaniqua. Step down. You are Philippa. Philippa is a very white person. <laughs> not even that you, that who you are. Uh,
1: oh, you ain't like- Shaniqua. <laughs> I feel like our drunk alter ego is just our real us wanting to get out. I feel that I feel like that's definitely you. And yeah. like Beyonce You are Beyoncé, I am Shaniqua. <laughs> just because your partner's married doesn't mean that you're also gangster. <laughs> well, I am by association, aren't Because <laughs> your children are. <laughs> yeah. I'm the whitest in my family. Much to but my The despair. blackest in your soul. <laughs> Oh my god, I this love is that true. so much. This is true. Maybe we do
0: need to get drunk soon.
1: No, I yeah, can't, I'm no. pregnant. Okay. Af- after after that. baby. Alright, after baby. But maybe not, because I'm gonna be older by then, more hungover for <sighs> longer. Okay, let's never get <sighs> drunk again. Sounds so horrible. Let's just
0: drink <laughs> a, a responsible amount. Like drink a glass oh, of red with dinner. It
1: sounds horrible. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> way too responsible. Ugh, I just
0: wish I could <laughs> drink without feeling Like dick the next day, because then I would be like okay. But then I am also, I think, because I am quite an out there person anyway, and don't have troubles. Like I am not socially awkward, so I don't need alcohol to have a fun time. Because like I am just, that's just my natural state. Is just always ready for a dance. Yeah, so I know, but
1: alcohol just enhances that. Alcohol
0: feel the music in your soul. (laughs) Alcohol blurs the line between me realizing my ability. That's like, <laughs> I love to dance, but before I have alcohol, I know, um, I know where my talent lies it's <laughs> yeah. not in dancing. Like commitment, a hundred, performance, a hundred, talent, zero, always has been. My mum was a dancer and she, and I was so obsessed with dancing when I was a kid. I was like, Mum, I'm going to be a dancer. I'm like a triple threat. I'm like singer, actor, dancer. And she was like honey, I'm just going to tell you this because you have lots of other extracurricular activities that you have going on and you have lots of other talents and so you just don't, like I just want you to be putting energy in the ones that are actually going to (laughs) work out for you. You can't dance. You're really bad. You're very bad. Oh,
1: I love that you thought you were so good though. So good. Like Like, so good. Everyone needs to have that level of commitment.
0: And still, and because I did musical theatre as well, I would go to auditions and like singing, acting, audition would now be fine. Dance. And this is actually a true story. One time I got through the first lot of callbacks, came back for the dance audition and already I'm just like, oh God. Just so this is like, I was like, you know, Leah Michelle can't dance. Like, she's in musical theatre. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. So all just, the
0: nerds out there are I like was pretending. I, know you. I was
1: nodding and smiling like I knew who that was. I know, I knew that. You didn't <laughs> know. I
0: know, you know, you're a liar. And literally, it was like I think that it was for um, Spring Awakening, um, which again, only real musical nerds would know what that is. Yeah. And we we're doing the dance routine, and I can pick up dance moves really quickly. Can't do them. Like performance, as I said, a hundred, but no talent at all. And we had to do this like, and because my commitment is so amazing, but my ability is so non-existent, we had to do this like high kick and with so much energy. And I'm like, we'd done, we'd run through a few times, finally got like, we were doing the actual sort of performance of it. Did this high kick? I feel like my a leg went, came out from under me, and I landed <laughs> yes.
1: on my ass. Oh my god! I was picturing that before you even <laughs> said it. That's amazing.
0: And it was, and I was right at <laughs> the front too, of like you know, like three oh, yes. lines of dancers, and I was just like, I just walked myself out. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I
1: had that same level of commitment in our primary school musical as well. Like I tried so hard to get a part in that dance, and they're like, anyway, so Filippo, you. Have the role of the tree. <laughs> yeah, I know almost, but I think I got them with my eyes. Like, oh come on! Please, I'm going to cry need being dead. Ten years. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're going to give me some serious like issues as a child <laughs> if you don't give me this role. I demanded roles. I was like, so I it's anything less than that's how the you're going to get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> my confidence was just. They were like, no one's got talent at this age, but you have confidence. <laughs> so that's all that. That's I what know. you have, and no one else has. Oh,
1: I think it's such lead an role. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: no one else cared i was like we'd just get so furious i went to a christian school and we used to like take turns our classes would take turns taking chapel and we would also always do like a little play and when i didn't get the like lead roles in the play i was like just how (laughs) Mind blown Why would you give it to Like And we used It used to just be on fairness, Like everyone gets a turn But I was like Why would you give it To these talentless Peasants <laughs> oh Like God. Go home and cry Tell mum And she's like You know darling It's about everyone Having a turn And I'm like It's about the most Talented person in the room Having the only turn <laughs> You need to recognise
1: talent Yeah I know oh No participation awards Oh my gosh So I'm painting a really good Picture of me as a kid I was a fuckwit Yeah okay, And anyway. I think we have A question here about I'm going to go straight to it. Um, (gasps) Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. (laughs) No, I think it
0: came up another time when we were talking.
1: Yeah, I think I've got what was it like growing up in a house of girls? Oh, that was so fun. Um, Yeah, it was like just lots of Sandra Bullock
0: movies, um, lots of like um, singing because we're all, we can all sing. Um, Like, both of my parents were musicians. And so I remember, like, my sisters and I, the only things that we would ever fight over and, like, have serious screaming and because, you know, girl-on-girl fights are just, like, so intense. They're like, you're such a fucking mole! Like, (laughs) so crazy. But we weren't allowed to swear, so it was more like, you're just a word person
1: ever! Like I can just imagine. Oh, my
0: God, like, just, and especially... You know, because we were all, my youngest, I'm the eldest, my youngest sister is four years and two days younger than me. So That's, that's a lot of girls. That's a lot of girls in a short space. Oh, my God. My mum was fucking retarded. Like, love you, mum, but <laughs> <laughs> why would you have no, that
1: many children? No, that is an incredible.
0: In such a short n- amount of time. Yeah. I remember, like, even after I had Maddie, and Maddie's, like, three months old, and I was like, oh, my God, imagine getting pregnant now. Mum's like, oh, yeah, that's what I did. And I'm like, Why? Why? Why would yeah. you do that? And I used to ask her all the time, like, which ones of us were mistakes? And she was like, none of you were. And I would oh, never tell you. And so one time I got her drunk and I asked her, and I was like, come on, be honest with me, mum. I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen the date of when you got married and the date of when I was oh, born. Oh, yeah, yeah. I
1: can and do I may not math. be. Yeah, I'm not that.
0: At mass, but I can figure out nine months. Like, <laughs> and she's uh, yeah, anyway, she told me myself and yeah, the, Taylor, first, is, I the, I the, first, the first
1: is always a mistake, oh,
0: a, a blessing in disguise. Maybe yes. if you're ever listening to this one yes, day,
1: yeah, sorry, I'm all oldest. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so true.
0: We're all just blessings, surprise blessings. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the question? Oh, yeah, growing up in a house full of girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the things we would fight over – oh, my God, that got carried away really quickly. Um, We would fight over um, clothes, obviously, such a standard one. That's still one that comes up occasionally.
1: But how good we you have four times as many clothes as anyone else? Yeah, so great. Like, I have
0: multiple wardrobes. Yeah. Some of my sisters have different tastes to me, but it's still amazing. Um, And the other thing was – Like, if one of us was singing a song, the rule, like, this is how it was. So the rule in our household was whoever is singing first, that's the song you have to be singing. Like, that's the, if, like, we're in the kitchen doing the dishes or whatever and I'm singing, you know, I don't know, like, singing something and I start singing first, everyone else has to join in with that song, like, harmonize along or whatever, but you cannot just start singing your own song at the same time.
1: That is amazing. And so we
0: used to, I remember like Jordan and I would have these crazy fights. Jordan's like, I don't want to sing this song. I'm singing this song. And I'm like, you know what the rule is. I was not seen I If you want to sing it, you harmonize along with me. You don't sing a song. Like it would just get so wild. Like what a stupid thing to fight over. But that was like, that was
1: arguments in our household. It sounds amazing. It's like going into your house and it's just a musical at all times. My whole Life as musical. I actually thought that
0: life was musical when I was a child, like to the point where I was telling you about this earlier. I love this
1: story. <laughs> it, is, it makes my day. Like, it makes me so
0: embarrassed. Like. I was such a loser. I literally thought that life was musical and because I also thought that I was a princess to the point like I had to wear a crown every single day and mum would ceremoniously take it off my head at night. That was the only way it came off my head was if it was like Princess Michaela must sleep now so we must take the crown off and put it next to her by, beside her bed so she can sleep soundly but we'll put it back on her head in the morning. Like <laughs> Just crowned every morning. Yeah, and I would wake up and I'd be like, you can crown me now. <laughs> Mother. And tell us how old. Mother! <laughs> tell us how
1: old you were. Like
0: 10. <laughs> this is going
1: on. Too like, old. From what age to what age?
0: Oh, like three till, Maybe I don't even know. 22. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> a couple of years back. And I used to like go, and because I thought I was a princess, but I had, I was so in my own world, like, most people have, most kids have imaginary friends, but I, and this is not me even being funny. I genuinely had imaginary backup dancers. <laughs> I used to just like go, cause I just, I thought that I was like a princess, but all I wanted to do was just be a real girl. Just like all the other people in my life. Like I just wanted to be on their level. Like no one understood me because I was a princess. <laughs> And I used I to just like want to be a normal girl. <laughs> yeah, literally, I used to like sit on my top bunk and like look out the window and like stare at the stars and like sing about how hard my oh. life was because I just lived
1: this royal life. But oh, I just want to be regular. Amazing. Oh. Like you've got to, you've got to try and get that create. Like help your mum. Ugh. No, that's Help okay. that creativity. Push, encourage. That's the word oh, i yeah. for. Oh, yeah. And mum was just like. Encourage the
0: creativity. Oh, my goodness. And I was just like so lost in this pretend world. And I think mum just had too much going on to try and tell me oh, like. Oh,
1: totally she did. <laughs> She's poor girl. She's
0: like, if that pretend world keeps you entertained for four hours a day, I literally don't care. You be yeah. a fucking princess. Live your princess dreams. Yeah. Sing to the fairies. Sing to whoever you want to sing. Go out into the front yard with your umbrella and pretend that you're in the rain. <laughs> just like, do you, but I do not care. Just please. Just if that keeps you entertained, then that is fantastic. Don't care. Got too many other children oh, to awesome. worry about.
1: Don't, don't even need the TV. Don't <laughs> even need screen time. Seriously, I would,
0: I would watch The Wizard of Oz and a few other mus- musicals. And then aside from that, I'd just sing all over the place.
1: So <laughs> so the your favourite movie is that The Wizard of Oz?
0: Yeah, 100%. Always has been. Summer of the Rainbow is like the song that like wheel me out in my coffin on like wheel me in on my coffin on (laughs) like wherever I'm being wheeled like wheelchair like whatever it is just like play that song (laughs) I'll be like in my grave just like thank you (laughs) this is I shall die happy (laughs) I've always just wanted to be Dorothy
1: (laughs) Judy Garland I'm coming for you (laughs) So, did you pretend to be Dorothy as well in your childhood? I
0: pretended to be many people in my childhood. I pretended to be pretty much everyone except for me. (laughs) If there's any psychologists listening to this, they're probably like, that sounds a bit fucked up. Yeah,
1: so uh, you might get a few calls from (laughs) a few psychologists after this. They're like,
0: what were you trying to not think about?
1: (laughs) What were you trying to escape? (laughs) Nothing. Um, Okay, let's go to the next question. Um, So... What were you like at school? I am oh, so feel like excited this is just about more, this question. Pretty much exactly what I've
0: spoken about, but just older. I was like, I was. I went to a small school. I'm talking like high school because what everything I've spoken about that was me primary school too. Yeah, okay. Let's let so go let's to high just school. assume that I was like <laughs> a loser. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> so we're in high school now, um, and I went to a small high school. And I somehow managed to kind of like wriggle my way into the popular girl group. I was I went to a super Christian school when I was in primary school. and I remember going to um, orientation day at my new school and I because we had skirts and I well, I didn't know that it was cool to oh, wear them. yep, yeah. and so so I didn't know that
1: it was cool to wear things on your hips yet. I just like mum always, you know, put things <laughs> is right this around. A, is this at the, this is the A, like when you're in high school, you wore it on your hips. Nothing yep. was like waist Remember high. how it was
0: almost basically cool to be able to see your crack? Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know that. So I just had like my skort pulled up underneath my, you know, under my armpits and I <laughs> had my shirt over the top. Oh. So it looked like I was slutty. Oh, because so you got into the skir- cool group because they thought I was slutty, and oh, then I remember everyone. Genius. I remember everyone swearing. This is wild. Everyone was saying, "Damn!" and "Oh my god!" and I was like, "Oh my god!" At my school, we tell the teacher <laughs> <That> <laughs> Someone says very that. naughty words, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like, and then this boy asked me out and I was like, I don't know what that is. Like I, I was so, I had no idea. I was a real churchy girl and continued to be a churchy girl for a while, but I was somehow snuck into the popular girl group um, and I don't even know how. And I kind of stayed, I was always on the edges of the popular girl group. Yeah. I was never a queen bee or anything like that. I kind of like remained there just for almost entertainment purposes, <laughs> I feel like I look back at it now. I was looking at photos of me and I'm like, oh, I was a fucking <laughs> loser. There's like this photo of me, like at a school camp with like a red bucket hat balancing on my bun on my head. And oh, I was like I wearing that photo. Oh my God, the most Chris looked at it and he's like, I'm embarrassed for <laughs> you. <laughs> You did not look like that. He's like, I thought you told me you were kind of cool at school, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I think the cool group, okay? Yeah, but maybe I was was like, so maybe this whole time I thought I was, but I was actually just there. Like, I look back now, and I'm like, girls did used to run away from me, (laughs) and I think I was just there as like a punching bag. But I've always been the first person to take the piss out of myself, so. It's really hard to bully me because I'm not easily offended. Like I can't even think of something that somebody could
1: say that would actually offend me. It would have to
0: be something like really
1: um, sexist, I think. Yeah, I couldn't imagine you being offended easily.
0: Yeah, not easily offended at all. So I would just, um, I think I was literally just there to be um, bullied for funsies, but I just wasn't aware of it. Not until
1: now. (laughs) See, the the bullies love it when you give a reaction. This is why I tormented Chris so much growing up. Philippa actually bullied the (laughs) fuck out of Chris. Like, Chris literally
0: was just, like, rocking back and forth, like, in fetal (laughs) position. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with my sister anymore. Like I was just getting him ready for the real world, like
1: torment him so that everything else in his life felt really good and easy. <laughs>
0: Nothing, nobody is as mean as my big sister is. <laughs> I love how when I go home, I feel scared instead of
1: safe. <laughs> oh, but he just used to give us the best reaction, like give me the best reactions. I just have to say, call him like meatballs and sausages. That was, asking really? about that one, meatballs and sausages. Oh and God, he I would just, wait. he would just get so cranky.
0: He actually, even, um, cuz he used to get called because your brother like so Chris is the youngest there's Philippa and then Mike and then Chris <clears throat> and Mike used to get called Fisher because your last name's Fisher but then Mike's friends everyone all of Chris's friends would call Chris Fisher but all of Mike's friends would call Chris Guppy. Yeah. And Chris <laughs> hated it. Did he? Oh, my God. He was telling me because I was like, Guppy, that's such a cute nickname. And so I was trying to call him Guppy and he was so <laughs> off it. Don't <laughs> fucking call me Guppy. I was like, just why? I'm I like, isn't he- it cute?
1: <laughs> I bet you wanted to call him Guppy even more just so because nice. he gave you that reaction. And, you,
0: and like he does. He gives yeah. such a great reaction. Oh, All so the time good. he's like, he's just so annoying. Why do you annoy <laughs> me? And I'm like, you're just so easy to annoy. So fun. Like just can get so such a good reaction out of you, and it just makes everything worth it.
1: Yeah, and that's why I I tormented him, because the (laughs) reaction was... So much fun.
0: That was just like the joy in your everyday. Just like, yeah. I wonder what I'm gonna make Chris to do today. Yeah. So that one time he would he, like he chased you with a brick, and you're like, that was absolutely worth it.
1: Yeah, it was so worth it. <laughs> Lucky I got away because if he threw that brick and it got me, I would
0: be dead in trouble. Yeah, I know you got some good reactions, but somehow you've managed to make it out alive. I'm really, su-
1: I'm really surprised. <laughs> I'm really surprised oh that gosh. I can live. That's actually so funny. All right,
0: let's go into the. <laughs> We've gone right. through like two questions.
1: <clears throat> All right, this. um well, Let's have some different. So ones. So you you talk about manifesting a lot. Yes. I love I love this about you because you can basically put something out there that you want and it it comes true like wow, so many times. Still waiting for some things like my Land yeah. Rover.
0: Thanks, Universe.
1: <laughs> <One day. Yeah. laughs> but it's actually Getting quite there. incredible that. You can put out there, and it happens. Even things that are un- really unrealistic. So, tell me the best manifesting story. Well,
0: the best manifestation story that I can actually come up with is not actually mine. I was involved <laughs> somehow. I was involved in somebody else's manifestation, I believe. And like, look, this is gen- this is just a theory, but I feel like I'm so on the money. So, one time, this is recent, like in the like a few months ago. We were at this like petting zoo and Chris just decided, um, he's like, let's get a chicken. And I was like, that seems silly. Our backyard is... (laughs) why we live in the middle of like fucking suburbia like what are we going to do with the chicken he's like we need to get a chicken
1: no pre-discussions about chicken nothing like, nothing's ever been said previous I mean
0: to this you've met Chris before he's just like so spontaneous he's just like spontaneous <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't want to be like everybody else I want to come up with my <laughs> own vocabulary I'm <laughs> <laughs> my own person <laughs> I mean, he's so spontaneous and he's just like if once he's decided something that that's it it's yep. decided he's yep. Like had this little I- inkling of a thought that was like chicken would be cool, and then it's like, well, we're going to get a chicken.
1: Yeah. So no, anyway, I totally know. What you're talking within about.
0: ten minutes, he'd like called a few places, and he's like, All "Right, we're going to go get a chicken," <laughs> and I was like. Oh my god. I'm gonna be looking after a chicken. Yeah. That's exactly what's
1: happening. Meanwhile, your chicken's mum. Chris goes to work and doesn't have to look after yeah, chicken. Yeah, I know literally <laughs> this chicken
0: imprinted on me. I was like, fuck. <laughs> and like, and we're about to get a dog in a few weeks too. And Chris was like, wouldn't it be so cool if the chicken and the dog were best friends? And I was <laughs> like, oh my god, actually so true. It would though. That would be super cute. So cute. So anyway, we brought home this little baby chicken and um, you know, it imprinted on me. It was like, mama, mama, like following me around, <laughs> just like warning me constantly. And I was like, everyone just wants something from me. The fucking chicken wants me. The toddler wants me. Chris wants me. I can't do it. I can't give all the time. like,
1: and I was, was just the chicken that pushed you over the edge. Oh, it was making me
0: so stressed. <laughs> I was like, but I'd kind of like created a bond with it too. And by yeah. the way, like also just should throw in, I fucking hate birds. I'm so scared of them. <laughs> And Chris brings home this bird and I'm like, as soon as it flapped its wings, I was like, Fuck off. I was like, no. (laughs) I have a bird phobia. Oh, my God. And it would crawl. It would, like, climb up me. And I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) like, spewing because I'm like, I can't. Like, it's claws. I'm like, no, fuck that. And it would peck. The claws
1: and the feathers and the beak.
0: But then it was also so cute. And I was like, oh, my God. I was so torn. I was like, this chicken's so cute. But I really fucking hate it. Like, I hate birds. Why, Why is it here? It shits everywhere. And anyway, so <laughs> this is like the first 24 hours of having this bird. And we we're trying to figure out like what we were going to do with it. Like how, like we had to make a coop. We had to, all this kind of stuff. One, one day um, I was at home and it was just outside roaming. I was like free range chicken. That's good. Didn't even like occur to me like things want to eat it. I was like, and yeah, we've true. got heaps.
1: Especially in suburbia. Oh, yeah.
0: cross your mind. No, I'm like, what's going to eat a chicken? Like, no foxes here. No,
1: no foxes. No people are going to pick it up and no, take it home. No and, one's
0: going to try and steal my chicken. Nobody <laughs> wants a chicken. <laughs> Fuck no, is anyone going to try and steal it? So I just had my chicken free range out the back. And then I, I heard the like little tingle tingle. of by the way, that was like more of like a bell sound. <laughs> if anyone was wondering what that noise was. And I look outside and the neighbor's cat is there. And I was like, oh, my God, cat's going to eat it. I tried Mm -hmm. to eat I, like, had to, like, literally, like, save this fucking chicken from the jaws of this cat who was just, like, so stoked. He was like, I couldn't have dreamed this in a million years. Yeah. Which brings me to my manifestation story. I believe that this cat has been... Like while the while its owners are out, obviously like flicked onto Netflix, found the secret, watched the secret, <laughs> learn about manifesting, and like literally created this vision board which includes a chicken. Like like because. Who who just decides to randomly buy a chicken in the middle of suburbia. No one and one, one singular chicken like has no one to back it up, has no friends, no one to be like, don't pick on my brother like and even have a crack at defending the cat. Yeah. Nothing. Just one singular chicken just sitting there like literally this it's easier to eat me than to just walk to KFC and just, you know,
1: just easy, like chicken. just put the chicken on a platter and give I, it yeah, the
0: cat. I literally, yeah, could have like literally salt and peppered this chicken up and been like, here we go.
1: <laughs> Same
0: thing. And so, yeah, I truly believe this cat was like sitting there, like manifesting every day, like visioning, like mm, I, t- I truly
1: believe that because you were saying that the cat was hanging around before the chicken even arrived. So it's like it knew this chicken was coming oh it manifested to this house. chicken. it was
0: like I know this is gonna happen like my life is just void of chickens um like you know <laughs> yes I get fed every day but it's just already killed for me like I want something to chase like and birds are hard <laughs> like a baby chicken would just be so perfect in my tummy and so yeah literally one day and I have I don't think I've even admitted this to the world yet because I felt so bad about it so one night we used to put it in the garage when we went out Went to the chiropractor, I left the back door to the garage open, we came home. Oh, no chicken. No chicken, chicken was gone. Chicken chicken in cat's mouth. Oh, chicken, 100%. 100% got <laughs> eaten. We went around, it was like dark and we like had torches out, we had everything, we're like driving around oh. the neighbourhood, we're like, I can't remember what we called the chicken now, do you remember? Oh, cheap. Oh, no. What was it? I can't
1: remember. Oh, no. It wasn't even that long ago. I don't remember the chicken's name. No, I can't remember either. Pepper.
0: Pepper. It was too. Yeah. Pepper the chicken. So we're like, (gasps) Pepper, Pepper. shaking like,
1: pepper's food Yeah, the oh, Yeah, street. I literally
0: I'm like, "Pepper, come get your food." Like, I felt so bad, but I was like, "One, it's dark. Two, the chicken is black. Three, it's definitely been eaten by the cat. Four, it's 100% been eaten by the cat." This yep. cat was just like at the back door like, "Leave it open, leave it open, leave it open, leave it open." <laughs> that cat was ready to
1: pounce <laughs> the second you left.
0: So, like, that story really taught me that if you like it doesn't matter what you want or like what you can possibly think of, the universe will somehow manifest like the idea of buying a chicken into some random neighbor's head. Like you yeah. just have no idea. Like where did that thought come from? Nowhere. From the chicken. The chicken. I mean, from the cat. <laughs> from the the cat. cat manifested it. So I'm a huge believer in manifesting. Also actually on that, like actually seriously, um, I was talking to this amazing woman that I know about manifesting the other day. And she was saying to me, um, the most important thing when you're manifesting is, because a lot of people say, like, next to your manifestation, your vision board, have your grateful board. Like, write down what you're grateful for. But she said, like, the trick is not so much what you're grateful for, but almost what you have already manifested into your life. Yeah, that's nice. Because it makes you realize your the power that you have. Yeah. So like if you can manifest this into your life, just think of like, they're only small dreams really in comparison to what you could be having. Yeah. So just if anyone wants to, a tip on that. That's I love tip. that. Just
1: the tip. Uh, <laughs> just the tip. Uh, just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll give you the whole that thing. That wasn't the question. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> give me another question. <laughs> All right. So the next question is, did you have um, trouble conceiving? Um, actually,
0: yes. Yes and no. Um, I had an ectopic pregnancy when I was 19. Um,
1: I, um, for those that don't know what uh, that is, Yeah. Good question. Not so, me, I know. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not asking, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs>
0: yeah, just asking for a friend. So an ectopic <laughs> pregnancy is when the, um, baby basically when it doesn't make it to the uterus. So my baby was on my right fallopian tube. Yeah. And I was obviously very young at the time and in a relationship that I didn't want to be in. Um, And so I kind of kept my pregnancy secret for quite a while. So I was 10 weeks when I eventually, um, one, told people that I was pregnant and two, actually it was the next day after I told everyone that I was, not everyone, a few people that I was pregnant, I started bleeding and um, anyway, I went to the doctor and she said, you're having miscarriage, you need to get to the hospital straight away. And I was like, I can't, I've got to work. And she was like, no girl, like, <laughs>
1: this, is <serious. laughs> this is serious.
0: So I had to go to the hospital and it was in the hospital, they did some tests and they said, we're not sure, but we think that you may have had an ectopic pregnancy, but the tests are kind of inconclusive and hard to tell. Um. We just need you to sort of stay, at least be near a hospital in the next few days. And if you feel this, this and this, it means that you're having, it means that you do have an ectopic pregnancy. And I will never forget um, this doctor. She was like this lovely Indian gynecologist telling me she was like, um, you know, because, the chance like what could happen is that the baby ruptures your fallopian tube and and then you'll bleed out and you'll die. Oh
1: my god. I was going to say it's really dangerous. It's really isn't cra- it?
0: yeah, it's quite serious. And at the time my mum was with me and we laughed. We were like we were like, "Oh my god, how funny." And she's like, "And then you die." Um oh. <laughs> and we were making a joke of it. So when I went up I was living in Brisbane at the time and I went up and stayed on the sunny coast with my mum and I actually had a gig the next day. So when I did my gig and while I was performing, I could—I was feeling a bit funny and I have quite a high pain threshold. I never felt like a lot of pain, but when I got up and I was walking, I could feel like, it felt like my entire abdomen was like, I could like hear the liquid like moving oh. in my gut. And I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. And so anyway, eventually I kept saying, no, mum, I don't need to go to hospital. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then eventually... Um, mum made me go to the hospital and pretty much as soon as I went in there, I was like passed out. I was bleeding out. Oh, I had to get rushed so up to hospital scary. for an emergency, um, for emergency surgery. And, um, yeah, like I almost died. It was pretty full on. And cause all of my, like my organs were starting to like shut down and it was starting to get pretty hectic. And then, um, yeah, anyway, I woke up the next day Um, and they said, Yeah, you did have an ectopic pregnancy, you were ten weeks long, baby was about this big about this big.
1: And you were Um, so young.
0: Yeah, so young. And they were like, um, we had to take out your fallopian tube. Um, there is a lot of damage to your reproductive organs. Um, we also found out you have endometriosis and pelvic inflammatory disease and pulse and you've got like pulses, you go everything. Um, and she said, I remember like her saying while I was in hospital, she's like, the chances of you having children are pretty much nil. It would be a miracle. And so that was in my head. After that, I was like, all Right, not having kids, like, yeah. you know, come all of that kind of stuff. Come to terms. I was like, you know, went through the whole, like, I'm not worthy, blah, 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 for any man, just like went full slutty. Cause I was like, you know, that's all I'm good for. Just like classic. Oh, um, <laughs> so I know, but. But so I've like, so this is such a, like a just normal story for so many women. Yeah. So I feel like it's not like, like, it's not something that I want people being like, oh my God, that's so like, I've never wanted people feeling sorry for me or anything like that because it's just like, this is just what so many people go through. It's so true. Yeah. It's like, it's not even an unusual story. Um. Maybe, like, the ectopic and everything, but just the inability to being told that you can't have children. That's really too normal. Um, And then, so, I, yeah, just assumed I couldn't have kids. And it was actually, it was actually when I went and saw a psych, like a clairvoyant, when um, Chris and I had started dating, he'd moved over to Canada, um, and we were still, like, you know, not actually like a couple even though we were because we were like, oh, we'll just see how it goes. But we spoke every day and I was totally in love with him. And I went and saw this clairvoyant and the first thing she said to me was, there's a little girl that wants to come in your life but you don't think you can have her. And I was like, whoa, that's so wild.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah, I know. And she's like, your womb space, it is literally just black. There is so much – there's like no self worth there. There is so much hurt. There is so much trauma. Yeah. She did like all of this healing. Like we went back and did all this, like, yeah, all this emotional healing. And then she did energetic healing. And then uh, Chris, I went over to Canada. Well, no, Chris came over to Australia. Then I went over to Canada. And then he came back. And then I fell pregnant. That's and that incredible. was within a few months. So, that is
1: such an incredible story. Yeah.
0: And it was, I think it was just because I thought that I couldn't. Yeah. And once I told, once I then realized that I actually could, and because I was actually, funnily enough, the reason that I went to the doctors, um, when I was pregnant, I didn't, I had a feeling I was pregnant, but I went to the doctors because I was looking into freezing my eggs because, um, cause I only had one fallopian tube. Yeah. I was going through, um, but I was still having a period every month. So my body had um, eventually just like basically switched. So my one fallopian tube was doing, and one ovary was doing the work of the two of them. Yeah. um, Because the other ones were just non, like not usable. So I was going through half the amount of um, eggs at double the speed. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I was looking into freezing my eggs and I went and saw this doctor and I said, look, is there a chance, like any chance that I could be pregnant? Because like, you know, I'm starting to, I just feel like I am, like I'm having these symptoms. And he said, he's like, I'm so sorry, but there's pretty much no way, like there's no way you've got way too much scarring. There's no way that a a sperm would even be able to get, like even your the fallopian tube that you do have is so damaged that like the chance of a sp- of sperm getting up there successfully is really, really low. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I think he's wrong though. Went to, you know, Hey, you just totally. Know. And so I went and got some pregnancy tests and sure enough, I was pregnant. And then the doctors, like when I went and saw them, they're like, now nah, don't get your hopes up because the chance of the sperm making it all the way up, blah, 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 blah. same story. And so, yeah, went, got the ultrasound and it was all good. And then after that, I was like, just knew, I was like, I'm not going to have any troubles. I can do it. I can do it. I yeah. can have kids. It's going to be fine. Um. So, yeah, so I did have trouble. But, yeah,
1: yeah. you can definitely. That's such an amazing story that everyone's telling you no, but you're like, yes.
0: It's all about like, um. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people when they're told and doctors, I feel like doctors just throw those words out and it's such a story I hear all the time. People are told they can't have kids, but it's once they start believing that they can that they fall pregnant.
1: Yeah, I also think a little bit it's the right person. Yeah, definitely. Because um, I was told that I would have a lot of trouble conceiving because i got polycystic ovaries. This is probably something that everybody, like I think one in two women are told Oh, it's so stupid. There's actually going to be an episode on this just so if you you are suffering. It's so interesting. Yeah. And, um, you know, Ed and I conceived no problems at all. And I think it was partly to do with the fact that it was Ed and that's who I'm meant to be with. Ripe sperm with the right shiny. Oh when you put it like that though.
0: <laughs> I hope hope Chris listens to this episode. He's gonna spew in his mouth. But yeah, actually so true. I always say Chris is like Chris literally just thinks he's like eating a bit because he reckons he's got super sperm. Oh,
1: of course he does. Yeah. Well, I mean, fishes obviously do because our brother has triplets. And yeah, that's so insane. Uh, well, they I, had four under one.
0: I after that happened, I was like, Chris, you're not allowed any. get Yeah, you're <laughs> (laughs) stupid sperm away from me i don't want your olympic level (laughs) sperm near me get them out of my life i was like i am just abstaining from sex i'm like wearing like a like a lock and belt. belt. (laughs) like if you want this you gotta like i want to see like 30 condoms around you like otherwise you are not putting
1: triplets in me (laughs) with your super sperm
0: (laughs) hell no you on your own i birth those (laughs) and i'll be like sayonara (laughs) see you later
1: Oh, oh my god. Okay, right. Yep, next next question. question. Like, um, we need to probably get through
0: these. Yeah, don't I know. We? I was just thinking <laughs> of the time.
1: All right. So, this is another question someone's asked you to be awesome. asked, and it is Have you dipped your toes in the lady pool? Oh. <laughs> Ooh, have I swung that way?
0: Um, I mean, Yes, I've been drunk and kissed girls before, like made standard, out with girls,
1: standard teenage girl thing. Eh? Yeah, like
0: classic early twenties, <laughs> yeah. like everyone's drunk and like, why not?
1: Um, and then Katy Perry's "I Kissed a Girl" and I like it. Song comes totally.
0: kind of <laughs> Um I've never, but aside from that, nah, haven't haven't dipped more than that. Super attracted to girls, more attracted to girls than I am to guys. Like yeah. in the way of just. I think all girls are, though. Yeah. Guys girls are also attractive.
1: No. Girls are just really beautiful to look at as yeah. opposed
0: to. Not in like, a, I'm not like looking yeah. at them in a sexual, I'm not like, oh, fuck yeah, fuck that. <laughs> like,
1: Please don't do that voice again. <laughs> is, this, is this your Simon alter ego yeah. coming out? Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I want to fucking tap that and buy that a fucking drink.
0: <laughs> no. I just like, I just appreciate women. But I think that's just because I love women. Yeah, I don't want to fuck them, but I love them. Yeah,
1: totally. Um, so and they take care of how, or not? I mean, not all women first men, but girls usually take a, a bit better care of how they actually are presented. Yeah,
0: totally. Look, guys, don't not even all. have to. They no, have not to like. All. Have a shower and then that's pretty well it.
1: I know. Imagine being a guy. Like, that is the easy (gasps) life. Like, even getting ready for, like, a wedding. Like, seven hours for a
0: girl. (laughs) Shower for a guy.
1: Shower, clothes on. That's it. (laughs)
0: Done. Ready. Let's go. Don't
1: even need to have a shave because everybody's rocking that
0: That that beard five o'clock shadow. That would be why they turn up drunk as fuck to their own wedding. And, like, the (laughs) girls are just, like, have had half a champagne because (laughs) they've just been, like, getting their makeup done the whole time and, like, getting ready that they haven't even had. Really? Haven't had time to eat, haven't had time to drink, haven't had time to do anything. And the guys are like, This is fucking sweet. I fucking <laughs> wasted. Hey, like, I got way too drunk before my wedding. Because <laughs> it took you two seconds
1: to yeah, get ready. Go. You had
0: fucking beer <laughs> shower, and you were ready to go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Didn't even have a shower. Just sprayed some yeah they just deodorant on with a can. Totally. Just woke up like that. <laughs> so true. All right. What's All next? Right, next question. Oh, when did you know Chris was the <sighs> one? When he was the one.
0: Um, <clears throat> so actually, funnily enough, Chris and I took ages to actually say that we loved each other. Anything like that. So we'd had Christmas together. We'd like flown to other countries to see each other. but that's totally his like (laughs) part of his personality and like actually mine as well. And so I was really, I hadn't been in a relationship for four years, I think since like when I started seeing Chris and when we first started dating (laughs) <laughs> we met on Tinder, by the way, just in case anyone's wondering. I didn't even s- choose him either. Like literally, so- the only reason that is <laughs> in my life is because my friend swiped w- right to him. I thought he was too hairy and rugged for me. <laughs> he's I so liked hairy. the pretty boys. <laughs> I liked the I liked the pretty wank but the fuck boys. I was like all about a good fuck boy. I was like, oh my god, but I bet I could change him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet he's really beautiful on the inside. Like <laughs> he has potential. Um, Where can make
1: like, him different?
0: Yeah, totally. I'd be the difference in his yeah, life. It'd that be was, would be, be me. I'll be the one who changes him. Oh my god, the I was just the worst. And then my friend's like, "Oh no, nah, this guy's so cute." And I was like, "Yeah, like he is but like not really for me. Like you can have him. You have you swipe right." Anyway, she swiped right of my thing. We just have Tinder and Tinder account on so you my s- account. You swapped yeah, accounts. oh yeah, we swapped accounts. We just yeah. I was like, I'm gonna choose the guys that I reckon I'm into on yours, and then vice versa. It was more of a game for us. We never went on dates. Yeah. Um, and then, anyway, swiped right to Chris, and he – actually, this is actually quite a funny story. So, he started messaging me, and I was at my grandparents' house because we were staying down there because my sister was leaving for Canada the next day. And this guy was messaging me, and he kept asking for nudes, and I was like, oh, like – have
1: I told you this no, story? I this don't is know your brother. This. <laughs> oh, my God, I don't know this story. Oh, my God, I can't wait. Did he really wait. ask for nudes? Okay, no, so
0: this is the funny story. So he was asking me for nudes and I was like, oh, so like, out of character. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't know him at the time and I was like, oh, like, I'm at my grandparents' house. Like, I can't really take any nudes. <laughs> that was my answer. That was all my answer. Like, I'm just not in really a position to be able to do it. And he was like... <laughs> no, come on, like, come on, take them. And I was like, oh, okay. Like just would, st- I'm like, I'm just going to the bathroom now a no, no, while, we'll, like go into the bathroom. Like, oh, how funny. Yeah. So I was sending nudes and I was like, just hadn't, just had no idea. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. It's Tinder. What are you going to do? <laughs> and then <laughs> he asked me on a date and he's like, oh, let's go out for drinks when you get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Anyway, so went out for drinks, got along like house on fire. Well, I thought so. Chris was like so nervous. So was I. And you, I mean, obviously, you know, Chris, he's not a man of many words. No, not. Not not with people he hasn't met before. So it was basically like an interview. (laughs) I actually was playing 20 questions. (laughs) He's sitting on the other side and he's just like, just drinking as much as possible. And he's like answering these questions. And I'm just like, so anyway, tell me about your mother. Tell me about this. Like. (laughs)
1: And you so wouldn't would not expect this from a guy who's so upfront asking for nudes. Yeah, like you'd, you'd think this guy is super confident. Totally.
0: He's like <laughs> slides some nudes into my DMs but at the same <laughs> time he's sitting there just like so scared. And then he went to the toilet and another guy actually came over and gave me his number and Chris comes back, and I was like so cuz he I was like so weird like I'm on a, am on a date. And Ooh, I didn't know a how bit to tell cheeky, it. It was it? so cheeky. Um but at the same time my ego was like Fuck yeah. Yeah, go me. Like I'm just all like, the boys. Yeah, just like hitting boys off with <laughs> sticks. I'm just like, sorry, that was just a guy asking me for my number. I'm really in hide, man. <laughs> um, and then anyway, so we were seeing each other for a while um, and... Um, I knew he was moving to Canada in three months, so we're like, just cool, just casual. Like, I'm not looking for anything anyway. Like, I just wanted, you know, like just bang and like let's just do that. Um, and then, of course, I was just falling for him so much because yeah. he's just the most beautiful man ever. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> he's such a sweet. I love him so much. He's so sweet. Um, and he just like brought out this side of me that I loved. That's how I knew I was like really falling for this guy because it was yeah. like a slow. Falling, it wasn't like an I don't It wasn't know. that
1: lust, like that yeah. intense lust.
0: And it wasn't like, oh, he's got all the things that I want in a yeah. guy. It wasn't that. It was just like I just couldn't say no to hanging out with him. I just wanted to talk to him. I just wanted to see him. And he just made me love myself more. And that's Aww. what made me realise that like he was, you know, he was the one because I fell more in love with myself. And then he went to Canada and Aww. I was so sad. I cried and he spent his last night with me and then um, we spoke every single day, Aww. Skyped every single day and talked every single day while he was in Canada. Came back for Christmas and that's when I first met you when we had, our, yeah. had Christmas together. Literally, I went from like meeting no one in Chris's family to meeting his entire fucking <laughs> family in one night, like aunts, uncles, extended, like total extended, extended family. family, like everyone. He's got like 400 cousins, like literally met pretty much <laughs> everyone. And I was so overwhelmed. I bet you were. I was just playing with your kids because I was like, I can do kids. I can talk to
1: kids. <laughs> <laughs> they won't judge me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, Kira and I just like playing dolls. I'm like, yes, we're just talking about Frozen. I'm like, this is my girl. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. I remember when you came on the houseboat that one Christmas. And this must yeah, that have was been that, that, that Christmas. Christmas. And um, Mickey's just reading this frozen story that my daughter got for Christmas. And I was just like, it was. I was so engrossed in this story, like I never oh knew I loved oh, yes. Frozen,
0: and I knew I loved Frozen <laughs> so much. And Kira's like doing my nails, and I was just like having the best time ever because, like, I get along with the little girls like so well. <laughs> <laughs> we have so much in common. Um, but Maybe yeah. the
1: musical and cartoon thing.
0: Oh yep, yeah, totally all about that. Um, but then after that, I went over to Canada, realized I fucking hated snow and snowboarding and anything to do <laughs>
1: yeah, I with remember snow how and much cold. you hated
0: it. Um, Oh my God. I was just like, this is actually fucked. Like, I want to come back to Australia. Like, I don't even like it here. Um, didn't even see a single fucking animal. Literally just saw snow. That was really it. Yeah, I was so off it. I was like, can't wait to go to Canada to see all these new animals. Saw nothing. Oh, didn't even see a squirrel. down. Such a lot Not even down. a squirrel. Not even a squirrel. <laughs> even a squirrel. The squirrels oh. were, like, literally hibernating or, like, frozen. It was so <laughs> fucked. Um, and then it was there. Are. So this is, like, five months into seeing each other that I manipulated Chris into telling saying, telling me that he loved me. I was like, so there's something that I've been wanting to tell you for like a really long time, but I've just been really scared. And then he's like... I love you, question mark. <gasps> and I was like, I love you too. <laughs> and he's like, so all the time I'm like, Chris said I love you first. And he's like, no, I didn't. You manipulated me into saying it that first. Is the best. I know. I was like, had it planned like that the whole time. I was like, I cannot <laughs> say it first, but we need to get it out in the yeah. open.
1: Wow. So five months. It took you five months. We were already like
0: technically boyfriend and girlfriend and everything. Yeah. And we still hadn't said I love you. Yeah. <laughs> let's date. We don't love each other, but let's date.
1: <laughs> but um if chris is well, chris is very much like our mum and oh my god my dad's actually written a song about mum <gasps> that yes. it's basically like she t- she told dad that she loves him once
0: when they got married when they got
1: married and nothing's changed so why does she need to say it again she'll I'll let, let us know <laughs>
0: if anything changes i love you and i'll let you know if anything changes. Yes.
1: <laughs> so i can imagine chris would do the same thing
0: Totally. I'm every single time I hang up on the, I'm like, I love you, bye. And he's like, love you. Like, just oh. he's like, I don't. Why do we have to say it all the time? I'm like, because I just love you so much. Like, <laughs> you love me so much. And he's just like, oh, stop telling me every
1: day that yeah. I love you. Like, nothing's changed. I still love you like yeah. I loved you yesterday. I will let you know if anything changes. I'ma tell you. Yeah,
0: totally, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So that's Chris. That's when I knew it was love
1: but I also think you knew when you met his sister and oh realized. yeah
0: true I <laughs> met his sister and realised we were going to be BFFLs and then like I couldn't leave Chris because then it would make it really awkward because then you'd have to choose between Chris I and I you'd obviously pick me I know and Chris knows that too true, we, knows we, we joke about it all the time <laughs> I was joking about it before Chris knows his place he knows he knows he, he below me <laughs> in the Philippa's
1: favourite people list <laughs>
0: that's cool at least he knows I reckon we do one more question and yeah. then we should probably wrap it up.
1: Yeah, well, cool. All right. So I might wrap it up with the question of um, what happened to your dad? Did oh, you talk huge. About, <laughs> yeah, you talk about your mum and your sisters all the time, but your dad's not in the picture. Where did he go? Where did where he come is, from? Where is he?
0: How did, you, how did you turn into a human without yes. any sperm? Who made you? <laughs> Who made me? I'm an immaculate conception. No, I'm yep, not. Sorry, cool. I was just actually getting phlegm out of my throat then. Um, so, yeah, nothing hectic, just my, like, he was just a wanker, basically. Yeah. Um, just, like, classic. He had an affair with my mum's best friend. Oh, so and horrible. he was, like, a criminal. And he was, like, just not very nice. Literally, this is not even me being funny, but he's actually, I remember as a kid, um, you know when you had actual phone books as a kid, and I remember um, flicking through the, the phone, phone one time, books. the old phone book, like the Anne Gettys <laughs> yeah, yeah. phone books. Um, is it Anne Gettys, the one who did like so. the like the babies as flowers? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Fair. And literally under A for asshole was my dad's number. I remember being like, "Who's asshole?" Like, <laughs> I know, so great. So that pretty much just explains that he was under A for asshole in the phone book. Um, and, yeah, he was just, like, not a very nice guy. So, um, yeah, I don't really have many, like, um, like issues with it, n- no daddy issues or anything, yeah. because I was really happy for him to be gone because yeah. I didn't like him. He didn't like me, so that was yeah. okay.
1: Well, you guys had a pretty good synergy, The like the four girls and your mum. You yeah. You guys just... Had so much fun growing up, didn't you? So
0: much fun. Yeah, it was so much fun just growing up in a house of five girls. And especially I think um, it's led me to sort of like it's such a it's such a huge part of my yeah. story and my journey because I'm so passionate about women. I'm so passionate about helping women. And I think that's because I've known no life except for women and I've seen yep. so many different women at such um, – like in such close range and seeing such vulnerable parts of them and understanding, you know how different we all are and yeah. all that kind of stuff and also the need for, um, I guess, people being real and like I think that was a real blessing growing up is that I had was that I saw, I saw so much real. Like as far as, cause in a house full of girls, like I'm like practically a gynecologist. Like I'm so, <laughs> so desensitized to Chinese and yeah. boobies and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, it's not weird when your sisters are like talking about, you know, discharge and periods and just things that happen as a woman yeah. and like as a young girl that you're not sure whether other people are experiencing the same things or, you know, I could see four different body types and yeah. understand that they were all beautiful and all amazing, um, and four different personalities and all this kind of stuff. So I just learned to really just appreciate all women. And I just want, yeah. have always wanted that for other women is just to recognize how, um, how much power there is in being real. Um, and just how much power we have in general. Yeah. Like it's so I unreal. That. We're unreal. We are. We're really unreal. So unreal. Um, I don't even, I feel like we answered like four questions, but because yeah. I talk too much. Um, but I think that's probably actually enough for today because we've. I'm gonna. My producer's gonna come in here soon with like one of those <laughs> oversized like. Um, what is the, it, like, canes,
1: yeah, the, loop the canes, the loot he's, he's going to pull, pull you me out off on the stage. Net. I feel like
0: that's my <laughs> whole life people are just wanting to pull me off stage like you have said enough get the fuck
1: off now like you've
0: had your time. It Mate, is you were going to get a tomato in your face for shell. <laughs> sure.
1: But I feel like we've gotten to know you a lot just from that I don't know how long we've been here for, but <laughs> maybe hour. two hours. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> Who
0: knows? I only just looked at the time and I'm like, truthfully, I don't know when we came in here. No, um, no idea. But yeah, so I hope everyone has now more of an under like, knows me a bit better. Um, as I said, I'm like an open book, but sometimes I forget. I am not actually a very open book,
1: I guess, because you I don't ask you stuff. You don't always put it on show, no. but you're happy to always answer anything anyone has to, yeah. to ask you.
0: I'm definitely not a like, this has happened to me in my life. Like, No way. No. Nah. Not a victim. No, I love my life so much. And every single thing that has happened in my life has made my life how amazing it is. So yeah, I'm just exactly. so grateful for literally yeah. every single experience ever. Um, So, yeah, if there are any more questions that you want to ask or you are dying to know, please feel free to either message me on Instagram, send me an email, um, message me on Facebook. I don't know. What other options are there? Hit me on my socials. Just hit me on
1: my socials. You can slide into my DM. Send a
0: bird. Send a telegram. (laughs) What
1: else is there? What (laughs) other like?
0: Snail mail. A letter? letter. Oh my God, a letter would
1: be unreal. Do it to the post office box though, not the street address. Oh yeah, true. We don't want stalkers.
0: I don't even have a PO box (laughs) (laughs) because I'm not that special yet. No one gives a fuck. No one sends me shit. <laughs> They're like, you're not famous. I'm not sending you freestyle, are you? Who even are you? Like Oh, Michaela's doing an unboxing. Oh my god, how amazing she's so famous. I want what she's got. Everyone's like, who does she think she is? <laughs> um, anyway, how embarrassing. Um so thank you for listening. I can't wait to talk <laughs> again. Of right. Can't wait to keep talking. <laughs> can't wait for you to all listen to me next week. Um, yeah, but also um, Make sure you're following me on all of my socials and keeping up to date in the gang, in the tribe, like being real. Um, And yeah, have a really awesome week. I can't wait to talk to you all again soon.
1: Bye. Bye. Oh, thanks, Phil, by the way. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Sorry, I forget that you're a real (laughs) guest. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. Please Ask Mickey is a Hit Network original podcast produced at Hit 105 Studios in Brisbane. Created, hosted, and produced by Michaela Burnett. Check out pleaseaskmicky.com. Editorial support from Julia Foskey, executive producers Scott McDonald and Matthew Eggleston. For more great audio stories, check out hit.com.au.